Hey everyone, welcome to a new Patreon episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I'm Lauren. Hi Lauren, I'm Charles. Holla, it is 4th of July, kind of, sort of, but not really. (laughs) It will be. And this is Backtrack. We've done so many Backtracks, so I am promising to do forward flashes. We will do some movies that are done after 2000. I mean, we did like Wolf of Wall Street, but that was like a month ago. But we've done a whole bunch of like older ones. But this was just in time because this was Charles' suggestion. I have never seen it. I'm first time watcher. And it's the classic Jaws from 1975. Yay! Yay! And I have to say, I really loved it. And Spielberg, of course, can kind of sort of do no wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I just want to know how he directed this. Like, the the direction was so good. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... It's um this um from what I know about this movie, I know this was a movie that was just like the set with like problems, problems, problems from the beginning, and yet he still managed to make it work, and yeah. like and not just make it work, but he like single handedly created the like blockbuster as as we know it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean every I mean, movie in the summer is because this movie got huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why did you pick it? Why did you select this one? Well, you know, I um, I, I I thought it was a good Fourth of Fourth of July movie, and you know, <laughs> it is. Um, it's uh, you know, and um, and um, you know, it's just a movie that's sort of always been around, you know, for for me, just kind of always in the the background. And um, you know, I do own um three pairs of a uh, shark themed socks, so <laughs> um, so um. Um, and um, I uh, wanted to share it with everybody. <laughs> I love sharks and I love sharks even more. And I don't love them even more now, but I love just watching videos about sharks anyway. Yeah. But ever since I found out how orcas like surgically rip sharks livers out, I'm yeah. now an orca <laughs> convert. Yeah. And I'm in the, I'm on the orca train, which funnily enough is the name of the boat is the name of yeah. Quint's boat in this movie. I was like, <laughs> orca, I was like pointing. I was like, orca. Cool. Um, so, but I do also, I do love a shark, a shark movie, like a serious one, not a sharknado. Mm-hmm. Although sharknado is funny, but I do like, I'm glad I got to see this because the first time I've seen it, I, I've always known about it, but I've just been like, meh. You know, whatever. I know what it's about. Like, I know it's a shark attack movie and, you know, I'm sure it's a classic, but, you know, meh. But I've never, I've always heard so many of the lines, like, we're going to need a bigger boat and the like, you know, smile, you son of a, and like, I've heard all of those, but I just never put it into context. But I remember really knowing, it really reminds me of, there's a Dawson's Creek episode in season one where um, I think it's like five or six, one of those. And like, uh, Dawson and Joey are fighting and Joey brings up like, Oh, don't you remember we were kids? We used to like play the uh, role of jaws. Like we used to play jaws, like in the closet, like we'd go in the closet and like pretend <laughs> and do all the lines. And yeah. then, and he's like, huh? Yeah. I think he goes, yeah, we're not kids anymore, Joe. And then later on in like the end of the episode, she goes into like, they go into the closet and then he, she starts saying like, it was a 20 footer. And like, they start like doing the lines. Yeah. And then he's like, smile, you son of a bitch. And they start laughing. And I was like, oh, that's right. Cause he's a Spielberg fan. And yeah, obviously yeah, I, he's like obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. I always forget that about Dawson. 
Um, it's just oh, like, yeah, right. It's so hard to know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we really have no idea what he models his entire life about. <laughs> like, it's kind of insane that he's just obsessed with Spielberg. But yeah, it's kind of funny. So this is my first time watching it. But when's the first time that you saw this? You know, I honestly don't rem- rem- remember exactly. Um, my I know my dad showed it to me when I was about nine or ten. Oh, jeez. Um, and um, and I, I, it never really scared me. Like, I mean, um, it's just like you know, like I was like more i was like always really in, in, interested in animals so um this was like a this is like one of them i don't want to say believable but one of the more like serious you know like um you know like uh like portrayals of like animals on film um mm-hmm. and um I, you know, I was I, and I, I, um you know that opening scene always just like sticks <laughs> with you um, oh yeah it's so iconic um the um in, 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 inter, inter, interestingly the one thing that did sort, sort of get me was um around the same time uh my dad bought me the audiobook for the uh novel called Beast which was also oh. written by the writer Peter Benchley who wrote Jaws oh it's basically the exact same plot of Jaws except with a giant squid um, a squid, a, a, yeah, a giant squid that kills people. Yeah, and um, like Jaws didn't really phase me all that much, but Beast scared the shit out of me. Is Beast like, a movie? Um, it's like a really tacky like TV movie, but yes, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Are there it, any squids that do eat, kill people? Um, allegedly. Oh, but nothing proven. Mm-hmm. Oh, why alleged? Like they don't know. I mean, I've. I, I mean, um, like I think there's like a squid that lives in the gulf of mexico called the humboldt squid and they like um they i think there are stories of them like you know um grabbing onto to like fishermen who have fallen into the water and like dragging them down um oh. but i don't know if anything's like proven or if anything's like happened like, in like the modern day i think these are just like old stories oh so, wow. um so tales I mean, of the sea <laughs> A tale as old as time. Oh, God. Um, and now that we've been literally inundated with Ocean Gate and the submarine, I feel like I was like, okay, water is like not my vibe. <laughs> like no. at all. <laughs> like I'm like the ocean sub, this Jaws, like uh, sharks. And then the fact that we were talking about on the last podcast about how global warming and like the climate change is like making the actual water warmer, which means people swim longer, which also means that sharks and other animals are moving closer to shore mm-hmm. to find food. And I was like, Ooh, this is like, yeah, kind of, there are more shark attacks now. I think, I think it yeah, has increased yeah. than in the seventies. So, um, cool. I, you know, I don't know if this is like necessarily true. I heard that most shark attacks occur on a Sunday. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! And they basically like bite you and then swim away. Like they don't really eat you whole. Yeah, like um, like there are some people who claim, oh, they bite you because they're curious, and as soon as they bite you, they realize you're they're you're not something they want to eat. And it's like I don't think it's that like warm and fuzzy exactly. <laughs> I think that they're basically trying to inflict as much damage in one bite as they can and basically wait for you to bleed to death so they can come back and like eat the rest of you. Yeah. Um, I think that that's also what they've, uh, there's also like, I've read some conflicting stories about the USS Indianapolis story, which we'll talk about later. And it's like, mostly the fact is like sharks like to feed on like a dead person. 
Yeah. Instead of actually try to like hunt someone and kill them. So if you are, or any carcass of anything, really, like any animal that's like floating in the water or whatever, like they don't really like to kill it, but they like to eat it. Yeah. And they're not really like hunters like that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it depends on like which shark and everything too. But uh, the only time that I let out like a massive howl was when they caught the wrong shark. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's the wrong one. There's no way this little thing is fucking doing all this. <laughs> like the fact that like they think this little tiger shark is doing all this damage. And I have to say, I'm very impressed with the animatronic shark. Yeah, it is. Um, it wasn't all- that bad. It also just feels really refreshing to see something that wasn't created by CGI. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I guess, I, I, I guess it looks a little weird in some shots, but I mean, at least it's like, you know, real, you know, it's, it's like, better than the later ones in that honest trailer when they showed Lord. like the, like <laughs> other, like the, apparently Jaws became like this massive hit obviously and became like another franchise inadvertently. Now did Spielberg do the second one? Have you seen any of the sequels? I've seen all of them and they're all terrible. Oh, <laughs> even the second one's bad. I mean, the second one is better than the third and the fourth, but it's still a bad movie. Oh, <laughs> like, even with I Schneider, mean, Roy Schneider. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just n- n- not the same. There's like no Quint. There's no there's no Cooper. It's it's just like uh, um, I, I do think a lot of the townspeople like come back. Oh, so, okay. So I think like the mayor comes back, and like you know. Mrs. Brody comes back, and um, I, th- I think that like Mrs. Kittner's mom makes an appearance, makes like, a cameo <laughs> at some point. So and no Spielberg, like but, he didn't yeah. direct that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't direct the second one. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. I kind of wish that the mayor ended up getting killed. Oh god, that would have been great. I was kind of bummed that that didn't happen because he was like the worst one of all. <laughs> and um, he was. Mr. Robinson from The Graduate. Oh, that's where I've seen him recently. Oh, that's so funny. He was also in... It's funny enough, too, because I just watched um, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Like, the one from 74. Which I had not... I'd seen part of it when I was, like, I don't know, I was, I must have been, like, 20 or, like, 18 or something, and my mom was showing it to me, and she's like, here, watch this movie, I loved it, and I think after, like, 20 minutes, I was like, this is slow, and I, like, (laughs) turned it off. Well, I just recently watched it again, and I have to say that I did still think it was slow, Mm -hmm. and I know that they, it was good, though, Robert Shaw is also in it, Um, and they, they redid it in 2009 with Denzel Washington, John Travolta and uh, some other people that one I've seen the trailer for, but I'm interested in seeing that one. Cause it looks way more intense mm-hmm. because of just like the technology and probably like what they wrote about and how they kind of changed the story. So that was, that looked actually pretty interesting, but, but yeah, I was like Robert Shaw. I was like, Oh cool. And my mom was like, yeah, he did like a fuck ton of movies, like the sting, then Pelham, then jaws. Like he was like, really, it was kind of nuts in like the mid early seventies. Like he did yeah. so many movies back to back that were like huge. No, I have to say, like his, like I, I thought, I thought, I thought the acting like was like pretty good in this movie, but like his performance in this movie, I thought, like just like watching it now, just like blew me away. Yeah, like, it, he was, it was, so, it was good. so good. Um, he was so so good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any more like first impressions? Um, don't go swimming at night. <laughs> don't so. go swimming at night, especially in the fucking ocean. Yeah. Um, and heed anytime there was a previous shark attack, even if they killed the shark, why the fuck would you go back there? 
No, like I just don't. I was like, these people are so dumb. Um, this premiered June twentieth, nineteen seventy five. Originally was supposed to come out in Christmas of seventy four because that's back in the day when they used to put all of their big movies out, Ooh. and then they just they didn't do the summer movies, which is interesting because that's when a lot of people went to the beach. So they weren't in the theaters. Most people were outside enjoying the weather, but they just, this was delayed with production, everything that it had to come out in the summer and then somehow birthed the summer blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have like all these, like we're about, we're about to enter into a massive, uh, I mean, we've already have been in it in June because they had like the flash and that, which all these things kind of fizzle. They had like Fast and Furious and whatever. But we're about to enter like the Olympics of summer movies right now because Mission Impossible yeah. is about to come out. Indiana Jones just came out, which you just saw. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. That's what I heard. And then um, we got Barbie. We got Oppenheimer. <laughs> like, Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbenheimer. So it's like it's stacked, really. Like so now it really is the time of I don't know. August usually isn't as busy for some reason. No, I, I don't like, think so. Either. Yeah, I feel think, like July is like it. Yeah, it's it's uh, probably July because I really want to get in on that Fourth of July stuff. Yeah, you know? totally. So. That's kind of funny. Um, this movie at times reminded me of The Birds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had that like small town something like happens around animals, which we will do The Birds uh, here eventually. But uh, I love The Birds, and it's um. It's it just reminds me of kind of a small town and this kind of random anomaly thing happens with animals and mm-hmm. the whole town becomes like engulfed in it. But the birds is like slightly more terrifying because that could happen at any time, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to be in the ocean for that to happen. Um, and I've never looked at birds the same way again after yeah. watching the birds. And when I see them all gathered somewhere, I'm just like, oh, and the fact I love those those bits, too, in these kind of movies where the whole town like gets together in some kind of small room or like cafe. Uh-huh. Like it happened here when you see Quint like on the side being like, well, there's always like some old townie that like knows yeah. everything. <laughs> and that happened in the birds, too, you know, where like tippy hendron's like trying to warn them like no it was unprovoked and like whatever her weird <laughs> accent was she had in that movie she's like no it was unprovoked the birds they attacked the children and they're like that doesn't happen and there's that woman with the cigarettes like smoking mm-hmm. like you know it's it reminded me very much of like that formula of like suspense mm-hmm. and animals and i thought that was cool i'm sure it, i'm sure it had to do with it i mean because yeah. the birds was what early 60s yeah so this is so. like 10 years a little 10 years after but but we also have a very interesting fuck Mary kill. Now, should we do it at the end? Uh, yeah. Do you, let's do okay, let's yeah. do it at the end. So we have we have okay. a fuck Mary kill at the end. Um, so let's get into behind the scenes. Yay. There's a lot about this this no, thing. There is there is like too much for me to write down. Oh yeah, so. there's like documentaries I think on how they made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you find out? So Rotten Tomatoes critics give this ninety seven percent. Damn, it's pre- that's pretty um, true. It has an audience score of ninety percent, and I was like, "That's really? bullshit." Yeah. Whatever. What? What did you? What else did you want? What were those other ten points? Yeah. <laughs> what did they? What did they miss? And you know, there's like some guy out there in like in like beard and like he's like you know like you know you know like you know oval shaped glasses. <laughs> you know, he's just like, well, um, actually, um. <laughs> This is I, not um, how it happens. I hunt sharks. <laughs> um, I was not pleased by the number of gills on uh, the shark's uh, 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 side. I thought oh. I, it was the wrong number. <laughs> um, God. So, 
Um, this movie was nominated for four Oscars and won three. Um, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, Best Original Dramatic Score. So I think they split the musical scores, like in, still split them into like dramatic and comedy. Um, comedy? Yeah, or like comedy or m- musical. That's so um, weird. Um, so it, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So it did obviously not, not win for Best Picture. This is the year that um, One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest came out. Oh, um, shit. But um, interestingly, it did win the other three um, um, like uh, categories that it was nominated in. Um, interestingly, Steven Spielberg was n- not nominated for Best Director. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, and um, um, Robert Shaw was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, but... what the fuck? Well, did they just not want to give it to Spielberg because he was like new? Wasn't this like one of his early ones? Yeah, I mean, it, it does sort of seem like a, oh, we don't know you yet, you know, n- nomination snub. So, oh, God. Like, <laughs> they do that to um, some people, though. I mean, like, some people get nominations when it's their first time out. Some people win when it's their first time out. Yeah, I guess yeah, now weird. they do. I don't know about then, but now they do. Um, so this movie was filmed in Martha's Vineyard. Um, tune in to our um, last week's episode where we talked about a real-world Boston where I was this close to moving to Martha's Vineyard. Like, my, like I mean, I, my mom was on the island. She was walking around. She was scoping out jobs. Oh she was my looking God. at houses. She ultimately decided that it was, it, um, that she was worried the, the winters there would be too hard and that she was worried about finding work, which is a valid choice, I suppose. But the but, life we could have had, Charles. I the know. vacations I could have had. <laughs> I could have gone to see you in Martha's Vineyard. Instead, we instead I got Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> it so. wasn't even like a, a good consolation. It was like completely weren't you landlocked in Birmingham anyway? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like cheese, no no water, no nothing. I mean I guess we're close to Florida, which is... That's not a... That's... <laughs> no. That is not... The closer you would be to, like, the Gulf of Mexico would actually be better. That would be all right. I mean... But Florida, I, no. I, I, was, I was like, yeah, that's that's a great consolation. Um, <laughs> so, You're better off moving to Menominee. <laughs> I mean, at least... I mean, they have the water there, and it's fresh water, so... You don't have to worry about sharks. <laughs> I mean, there you go. There you fucking I mean, go. I mean, there's a chance you might run into a large sturgeon, but, you know, the most that they'll do is kind of, like, aggressively <laughs> nuzzle you and then, like, swim away. So We just like, watched a CNN uh, video about this incredible shark escape, like, attack slash escape. That literally left me breathless, but it was crazy how the guy they were interviewing was like, yeah, usually like sharks kind of swim up to you. Mind you, this is like a fucking hundred foot great white. It's like this big ass fucking shark. It's yeah. a hundred feet, but it's huge. And they're like, Oh yeah, we have them in the floating in this little, like it looked like a dinner tray, like on the water. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like the most rickety thing. I was like, this isn't even like the cage that um, Hopper ends up going into or Hooper ends I mean- up going into. I mean, I know we aren't supposed to victim blame, but I mean, he was pretty much asking for it. I like, mean, what the fuck? Is this just a film? Like, is that why? Was it because he could put the camera? I don't know what. So then anyway, he's like, oh, yeah, well, usually they just like come up and like bat. Once they hit something with its snout that they don't recognize, they like swim away. So we were really shocked. I was like, you were shocked that this massive ass shark that could just open its mouth and just completely encapsulate the whole tray 
and the man in it. You thought that they would be like, oh, this is like a hard plastic, mm, hard pass. <laughs> and just like yeah. swim away when there were all these fish all around it that it obviously didn't eat because it saw this big ass meaty thing like floating <laughs> in the water. And then it just comes in like, I'll, I'll link it in the in the show notes. It just comes and like breaks this thing apart. And this guy, I was like, oh my God, we're going to witness a murder. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear more of this episode, go check out our Patreon. We have two tiers, $3 and $5 a month that include TV shows, uh, documentaries, 90s culture, everything basically that we talk about that's not a movie is on the $5 tier. And all of the movies before 1990, released after 1990, and all of the full archive of interviews are available on the $3 tier. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash fashion grunge. Asta.